Konichi, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jamal Sakoro. My name is Jerron Gaddis. And we are the Wannabe Boo Podcast, where we bring the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifu is for life. Make sure you keep up with us on our Facebook and Twitter. Just search W-A-N-N-A-B-E-A-B-O-O on those sites. And if you want to keep listening to us, as always, you can find us right here on Anchor.fm. Well, as Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts, Podcasts, Addicts, Pocket Cats, Black Anime Podcast Group, and Inner Plus, a place that hosts our RSS feed in the most recent episodes. And if you want to catch up with us on all the extra contact, uh, extra content, uh, make sure to follow us on the Patreon, TikTok, uh, YouTube, and Twitch. And welcome to episode 232. I almost hesitated there for a second. Uh, I mean, look at that, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a toss-up to what actual episode we're on. Uh, no, I, I honestly think we are in 232. I just kind of, I fucked up the numbers at a certain point, but we're on, we're on the right track. I, I, I just hope, hope so. A track. Uh, a track. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, how are you, Jaron? How you been? Uh, no, not too bad. Spending money where I shouldn't, getting, uh, you know, doing, doing stuff, buying, buying games that I'll never have time to play. I you feel know, the same old, same old. I feel that. I, you know, after Con Weekend, I pretty much did the same <laughs> In that, in the same sentiment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, that's been I've been pretty good. Last weekend was uh, Anime Magic. Um, mm-hmm. had had a pretty I had a pretty good time with uh, with that weekend. Met a lot of people. Took some good photos. Working on a new video for a separate channel and all that stuff. Ooh. Uh, I will put a shameless plug somewhere <laughs> eventually. Um, but. Uh, as you know from the title of this episode, guys, we have not only a guest on the show, uh, as we try to have as many people as we can on the show in general. Um, just looking at you, Elon, trying to get you on the show. Um, but <laughs> we have a brand new guest coming into the show this week um, that I have uh, happily been able to uh, become uh, associates with or friends with. Um She's a uh, a really well-known cosplayer, I I believe so, <laughs> and all the way from the Cheese State, uh, please welcome to the show, uh, Nixie. Insert uh, audience clapping. Clap, 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 slap, slap, slap. <laughs> Nixie, you there? What an honor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for the clapping. <laughs> Um, I'm so happy to be here. We're glad to have you. Yeah, glad to have you. Um, mind dropping down your socials real quick for everyone, uh, for anyone on the audience listening in uh, that could uh, be interested. Yeah, of course. Um, you can find me. Uh, I'm mostly on Instagram these days. My Instagram is going to be N-I-X-U-K-I-N-E-S-I-S. Um and yeah, I'm, I don't know that I would say I'm necessarily well-known. I'm trying to make a name for myself out there, um, as we all are, I guess. Yeah. No, yeah, it's, 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 it's a rough, t- it's a rough thing being in the, uh, in the, I, what'd you call it? In- I guess entertainment business. Yeah. Cause I mean, possibly it could be considered entertainment as well. Yeah. Right? True. Yeah. But I feel like it also kind of mixes in with like the influencer scene, you know? Oh, that and like fashion. Yeah. I mean, I consider it fashion. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as far as cosplay goes, just because it's a whole, that's literally like a whole, like, uh, it's not just costume making, but oh yeah, it is, it is costume making, but it's also like the sewing, it's either the sewing work or just, you know, the court outfit coordination and all that stuff. 
crafting the modeling the 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 the, the media i was about to i was about to say media manipulation but that's a negative way to say uh promotes <laughs> that was a very negative way to say that but it's mm. ah, sad, you know same difference eh, maybe uh but yeah for all for all those uh, interested i will be putting the her links on the show notes down below uh so please give her a follow um you recently hit a, a thousand followers on instagram correct or is that yes be- that is true uh just before anime magic i hit a thousand yeah hey look at that congratulations <laughs> thank you so uh what uh what made you start cosplay uh one more time you broke up a little bit i'm sorry no, you're good. I was asking, um, so what made you start cosplaying? Um, and how long have you oh. been doing it? Um, I started cosplaying. Uh, I mean, t- technically, my first one was when I was like 14. I had just gotten my first job, and it was something I always wanted to do, but I knew if I was going to do it, I had to pay for it myself. Um, so I got my first cosplay when I was 14, and it was... Um, Mako from Kill a Kill, awesome. uh, because I loved her character so much. Yeah, <laughs> isn't she the best? Um, and then there are so many people that dislike Mako, and I don't understand. I do not get it. They she are incorrect. Always been my favorite. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Oh my gosh. The second I saw her, I was like, she. She's the one. She is my favorite for sure. <laughs> I just identified with her character so heavily at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I found. Um, as I continued to cosplay, that I like, I loved being able to dress up as these characters that I identified heavily with. Um, I ended up dropping it for quite a few years. I did it for that summer when I was 14, and then I didn't pick it up again until right before COVID started. Um, and I went to C2E2 in 2020, and then a week later, COVID happened. So. Ooh. Um, so this, this is, yeah, <laughs> yeah, oof, for real. Um, so I did get a lot more into cosplay throughout COVID, um, just because it was a fun way to still connect with people uh, while being in the confines of your home uh, through social media, you know, be it TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, whatever. Um, and it was really nice to be able to build that sense of community. And I think that's what kept me in the community. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just nice i've made a lot of wonderful friends um i really only fairly recently started on instagram um as a way to build a more for for lack of a better term professional looking page for cosplay Mm -hmm. um you know where i post like the shoots and um my experiences with the photographers and stuff like that um but yeah, it's been a really fun experience so far. It's been an incredible journey. Um, but I, you know, I'm glad. I'm glad I started. I mean, I was I was gonna say like I've, it, it it definitely was a weird time for a lot of people during COVID, and I kind of wondered how cosplayers kind of I, it's weird to say function, but like how how you still were able to manage your craft during that time because you know we're all enclosed but I feel like it could also be you could almost argue it's also the perfect time to really like oh you know I want to you know figure out really how to craft craft my fits how to like you know you can have your own personal shoots wherever you want 
you know, assuming, you know, you're both you and the photographer are safe, or if you're just photographer, uh, photographer, videotaping, phot- phot- what, what's the word? Why can't I think today? What is it? Uh, 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 when you take pictures of yourself. Oh, selfies? Not selfies necessarily, but setting up your own shoot. Uh, I mean, yeah. yeah, like a selfie shoot, like a selfie session type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you're doing it, if you're doing it yourself, I, you know, like a solo shoot type thing. Is that what is that right. what you're looking for? <laughs> yeah, I think I think so. So I guess you could argue that it's a, it's a as as unfortunate a time as it was. It was a great time for hobbyists to like level up. Ideally, I mean, maybe I I can't speak for every cosplayer out there. Uh, I know that the two year gap, I still I didn't do anything to improve my cosplay because I was just procrastinating. I still con crunched <laughs> even before ASIN that the, this past year. Um. But no, I, I see your I see your point though. I feel like uh, the that two year that two year time scheme would have been a good opportunity for just you know even just experimenting with just different ideas, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that that's what I did a lot. Um, I I mean I had always been really into uh, makeup and fashion, but I found you know being stuck at home and you know just really branching out with cosplay, it was a good chance for me to really curate my own makeup style, my own fashion style when it comes to more like casual style cosplays. Um, but yeah, uh, COVID definitely helped me to improve my craft in that aspect. Certainly helped me, you know, find the methods I was most comfortable with and different techniques for applying makeup and stuff, which doesn't seem like it's that big of a deal. But when you're out on the con floor for, you know, like 10 hours at a time, you need makeup that's going to look good and is going to last. Um, oh, I, and COVID I, definitely I, taught me how to do that. <laughs> oh, I bet. They, uh, like, I, 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 that's, that's one of the things where it's like, oh man, cosplayers are like fucking champs. Like, how do you, how do you deal with, cause typically cons are when it's hot. So you just you're, you're you're wrapped up in all the stuff, your makeup and everything else, and you're just like practically melting out there, but like striving to keep the image going. I'm like, God, fucking kudos, kudos to you. <laughs> that stuff's rough. <laughs> I could never do it. I could yeah. never. <laughs> it's it's definitely a challenge. Um, but just like, oh, I feel like this is going to sound very prideful of me, but like just seeing the way people like light up when you walk by in a costume with their favorite character like oh there's nothing like that it's such a wonderful feeling oh toot your horn as toot your own horn as much as you need to it it, (laughs) it, you that it is an art and not i it's it's it is difficult and you are excelling and that's that's what's important fucking be prideful I mean, I think you understand what what she's talking about, Jaron, because like it's almost like yeah, especially when you cosplay a specific type of character, it's almost like you're, uh, uh, what is it? how how do I say it? It's like um, you're, what is it? Making people's wishes come true, type 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 uh, yeah, scenario. You're like personifying them. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, uh, and it's like that goes both ways too. It's a win-win. Like you, 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 you light up other people's lives, and you're like, I'm, you know, I'm embodying the, this character that I really, really like. It's like it's just, it's like a, it's like a happiness feedback loop. Yeah. Like remember when, remember when Ace and Jerome when we when we both cosplayed a shrimp? Like that, yeah, it's that yeah, same yeah, that kind was of awesome. feeling. <laughs> was that the first time you cosplayed Jerome, or I don't know, I can't remember. Not the first time. The very first time I cos- cosplayed was, um, I think, my second time going to ASIN. 
Um, I went as a, um, uh, uh, I guess, why can't I think? I, man, this is just this is just brain dead. The episode today. <laughs> um, uh, you, the, the the from D and D, you know the 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 tentacle psychic things. The oh, um, <sighs> from the Underdark. Yes, yes. Uh, can I think of uh, uh, Mind Flayer? There mind, we go. A mind Flayer. Okay, gotcha. there we go. I went as a Mind Flayer, and that was a great time. Got a lot of pictures, and then I again after about an hour and a half, two or so hours, I was like, I can't. This is I am burning up. I am dying here. Someone save me. Wait, what were you actually wearing though for your Mind Flayer cosplay? Uh, you've seen it before. I have like this like green knit Cthulhu mask. Oh, that's what you thing. wore. Okay. That and I had a I had a staff, and my um I had a, a little wizard outfit. Hmm. Oh, yeah, right. That okay. was gotcha, that, gotcha. that was a rough time. Good fun. <laughs> I loved it. Mm -hmm. Every second of it. But Jesus. Um. But no, yeah. Um, you said your last con was uh, Anime Magic, Nixie. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Just this last weekend. So I I heard I heard about it from um me, uh, Jomel's perspective. Um, as far as a because uh, uh, Jomel, you did you, I forgot? Did you go to as a volunteer or did you go? You didn't? Did you not get the chance to? Uh, last year I did as a volunteer, and then this year as an attendee. So right, right, right. Yeah. So I heard it. From both the attendee side and as the volunteer side, but as a cosplayer, um, how is anime, anime magic, I guess, compared to other places you may have cosplayed or anything like that? Um, well, I went to anime magic last year as well. Um, okay. So all I can say is this year was a major improvement from last year. Um, I'm still I still consider myself kind of new to the convention scene. Um, I've been to ASIN anime magic and like i said c2e2 um mm -hmm. in 2020 uh but otherwise these are like the, this is only what like my fourth fourth con i think fourth or fifth con um oh i went to fan expo too in july that's my bad oh, yeah. Um, yeah. that's what we yeah. met so i forget uh, so compared to like the bigger ones yeah yeah <laughs> um compared to the bigger cons like c2 and asin and fan expo um I guess if you're used to that, you know, that bigger, uh, more lively environment, you might not like magic as much. But as someone who does prefer like that nice, close sense of community, um, I do really enjoy magic. I know they're planning to become a bigger con, but I'm enjoying their days as a smaller con personally. Um, maybe it's because I... You know, I'm not super big on going to panels or like, you know, lingering in a vendor hall all day. I like to just walk around and see people's costumes. Um, and Anime Magic lets you do that without being shoulder to shoulder with somebody every step you take, mm. which is really nice, I think. It's nice not <laughs> um, to have to wait in line for four hours. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because even the lines for the voice actors um weren't super long from what i could tell mm. that's not to say that nobody wanted to see them it's just that you know when you have less people the lines are just going to be shorter everywhere um but yeah i had a lot of fun it was a really busy con for me i had um four photo shoots this con um you know a bunch of meetups and like people who wanted to see me which was so nice i was so 
thankful for it, but it definitely did wear me out a lot, and I needed those uh, few days off after con. <laughs> I, 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 I feel you. I feel you. But no, that is awesome. That, to really feel your following, like, people recognize you, points you're like, oh, it's Nixie. Oh, it's awesome. You know, it's, I, I can only imagine yeah. that. That's just a, such a good, warm feeling. It really is. Oh, oh, every time I would hear my name and turn around and smile and be like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> Um, it was super, super nice. Um, but so I just, so I, I, I am curious though, what would you say? So you said you do, you do like the, uh, busier cons cause it's, 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 it, 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 it's, 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 it's closer knit. Um, and you said you you guys met at AX, correct? No, uh, Fan Expo. Uh, Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Um, would you ever be interested in going to AX in that case? I thought, since it's not at the Fan Expo, but going to AX, I, and, uh, doing doing your cosplay there. I I would be. I'm. You know, like I said, I'm still. I still consider myself to be kind of new to the. Um, convention community i suppose mm. um so it's nice to branch out at home um but i have been looking at traveling and going to some i was looking at maybe going to hallmat this year or next year katsukan okay. is coming up um oh, i've been yeah. invited to go there as well yeah um and i saw how big ax was this year and i as much as i do like being at a con where I feel like I know half the people there. Going to a huge con like that too, and seeing people, you know, display their hard work on their costumes, and just seeing everybody, like so many people there that share a common interest. Mm. That's so mind blowing to me. Like I love being a part of that. I would love to be part of a really big group like that as well. Yeah, no, it's it's it is a weird thing. Just like I mean, I, I don't know. I guess it's maybe like just human psychology, where it's like, oh, you know, either it's anime or or, or what have you. A bunch of people meeting to look at cars. People looking at or like wrestling, for example. People, you know, thousands of people in a in a an arena just screaming, yelling at people, punching each other. It's like it's it's a weird like sense of. Uh, just 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 like you can't help but feel the energy. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I for as someone who's gone to cons for like you know a few years now, like uh, even something like Asin was something of a challenge for me, just because I've never I've never been at a at a place where it's been like so many people concentrated in one location, and that, and that was me just volunteering for AX. So I can I can only imagine what it's like being an attendee uh, for AX because. I, for one thing, the lines the lines are horrendous. Like we're talking about, like a two three hour wait, you know, uh, minimum when it comes to certain certain lines. The crowds are pretty much shoulder to shoulder, um, but it's it's either but it's either going to be like just people you know people of our own our own kind, you know, like cosplayers, through enthusiasts, fans, um, families, and such. Uh, I mean. It's like you, uh, like it's like you said, Nixie. Like even you're still pretty new to the the con scene. Like I would, I mean, if you ever are ambitious ambitious enough to and go to AX, um, you know, take your time, take your time to to get there eventually, just because it's 
super over it can it it was super overwhelming for me and i kind of want to go again next year just to just to look at what i missed out on because i know i'm i know i missed out on a lot this past year and you're gonna need a couple couple of viewings just to even get through everything which i thought you know it, it's, it's a four-day con so i thought i couldn't get through everything during my my off hours but no i was just worn out the entire time and only had enough energy to see so much I will definitely keep that in mind. Yeah, because I'm trying to. Th yeah, the biggest one I've been to, I think, was C2, um, and that was so like I said, that was my first con, and I actually took C2 by myself. I didn't oh, wow. know anybody there. I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to my first con, and I'm gonna have a good time. Um, and I did. I commuted down uh, all three days. <laughs> oh wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was funny, you know, I had a really good time. I'm glad I did it because it did introduce me to the con scene. Um, you know, there are a few pe people that I met that first day at C2 that I still talk to now and see at Chicago cons. And I'm so glad, um, to have made that connection with them, uh, in, in the first place. But yeah, even C2 was pretty, I mean, for it being someone's first con was definitely overwhelming for me as, as well. Um, but again, I'm still super glad I did it, but I feel like it's nothing compared to AX. I mean, I don't think there's going to be too much, at least not in this country, that's going to compare to that. Or at least until they uh, do their, um, what the hell is it? They're, uh, they're they're creating a winter version, I guess. What, oh, is yeah. it, what was it called? I mean, it, in it's Ontario, uh, AX, it? AX Ontario, which is Ontario, yeah. California, which is their, which is their, like their... November con there because AX has only been like once a year, but they announced this year that they're gonna be hosting AX twice a year now one in, one in July and one in November. So it's be like a smaller AX, but knowing AX is gonna be another you know huge, uh you know huge gathering type thing. Uh, I know John and I come kind of compared it to like Japan's like Comic Cat, how they have like a summer Comic Cat and like a winter Comic Cat. So, uh, it's, I mean, it's funny how more opportunities to go and enjoy yeah uh, I mean, what ax has to offer honestly yeah and uh if it was i mean if it, if it wasn't for for my uh for my for my current plans i probably would have i probably would have considered going um just because i mean honestly it was so much fun just being out out there in la and everything um but oh wait did it year. start already i thought it was like november that was in november well, I, 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 I did, did they st like when I say started already? Did, are they already like doing it? I thought it was gonna be a few years before they started that. Oh no, it's gonna be no. They they not when they announce it, it's gonna be ready for this November. Like, oh shit! All right, <laughs> cool. Like hey, we announced a uh, AX Ontario for November. So you know, if you if y'all if y'all didn't uh, you know grab a ticket for the regular one in LA, we'll see you we'll see y'all in uh, Ontario in uh, november so because we ax did sold out this year as well so for those who couldn't make it now we can have a second opportunity in the same year uh in november so maybe that's probably that's probably the best way to like go about ax maybe like start off with the ontario con and then eventually get to the la one if you're like you know curious about it type thing yeah no honestly ever since ax no line has ever faced me anymore like i can i can stand in any line out any in any con that's not ax without feeling overburdened or i like, guess that's a nice silver line 
Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because now, because I mean, I've been traumatized. I've been traumatized by those four-hour, five-hour lines of thousands of people. <laughs> when I see when I see lines and like in any other con now, I'm like, ah, oh, I can I can stand on that easy. Two hours? That's nothing. That's some that's baby that's baby lines right there. I can stand on Man. that. Man, <laughs> no. When we went, to, well, where were we? It was uh, Asen when we went and. Oh, for that fucking for the, uh, the Hollow Life Hollow Life panel, man. <laughs> I was that I was, was ready to drop pick somebody. That was four hours. That was a four hour. Oh. Um, and they, and they even messed up the lines too. Like we ended up lining up, True. but then they ended up like screwing up the line where we got one of like the, the worst seats off, technically, based on where everything was. Yeah, that made me upsetty spaghetti. Yeah, though. I guess it would. I don't know. I don't think it helped because we were also like under the influence at the time as well. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Please be responsible with your drugs, kids or young adults. Yeah, yeah. Don't not uh, adult kids. Uh, young adults, right? Sure. We're, no, we're young yeah. adults. We're, we're we're all considered young adults here, right? Underneath, like thirty-five or so, right? Below thirty-five, we're all like young adults. No, I think you're right at adult. I would like to think that. Because <laughs> we're still young, but we're also intently adults. But we're still young, not like, you know, not like high schoolers or university students. But we're still like young adult-ish, right? Mm. I think so. You're um, as old as you feel. I mean, I mean, Jerome, what do we, what do we always say on the show? Uh, but uh, well, <laughs> well, besides the point. Um, Ah, where was where was I segueing through? I I don't think I was segueing through any to anything. Um, oh, uh, do you have a, do you have a prefer like I guess? Uh, what's your I guess next cosplay plans in general? Because I know you always cosplay either. Uh, I mean Genshin's been it's been I've seen you like either doing Genshin or Zero Two as like your 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 go tos for the most part. Uh, are you planning to like uh, add, yeah. add another one to like your go tos when it comes to your, like your lineup and all that? Um. I'm not sure if it's going to be one of my go-tos. I do have um, two new cosplays that I plan to finish by the end of the year. Um, one of them is actually uh, Star Guardian Soraka from League of Legends. Ooh. I plan to debut her at Colossal Con this year. Um, I'm trying to get a group together of Star Guardians. And, uh, you know, hopefully that goes well. There's a few of us so far. So, um, And my next one is... It's going to be a Tokyo Mew Mew cosplay with a reboot coming out. I had a friend reach out to me and asked if I wanted to be in a group with them um, for ASEN next year. I was like, absolutely, I do. So we'll be doing a Tokyo Mew Mew group at ASEN. So hopefully that will be one of my go-tos as well. Hey, look at that. You know, that actually kind of brings up a good point. It's it uh, kind of going back to uh, the to the reboot for Tokyo Mew. It's a, it's a bit. It's all right. This is a complete segue out of cosplay. And <laughs> if there was any other uh, 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 thoughts on it, feel free. Because I, I I did have a question how you felt about like reboots and stuff like that as far as anime goes. Uh, I'm. I think I'm set for the cosplay. Um conversation but you know people as far as reboots go i i think people always feel like they're going to be terrible and like to be fair some reboots are terrible um Absolutely. but I, th I think you have to give it a ch chance first like you can't just condemn it before it even comes out you know um i mean what are some yeah what are some you know, good like examples said, of that i guess 
good examples of reboots. Um, yeah. Well, like I said, I do really like the Tokyo Mimi reboot. Um, I think the animation is just a lot cleaner. Um, it's not... <laughs> Uh, people might not like me for this, but it's not as like cheesy '90s anime as the original was. Obviously. Um, All right. Here's I'm here's the thing. Of... Here's the thing, though. In yeah. your defense, in your defense, it back then c- certain shows were great. Don't get me wrong. Like if you're, I know it was a little after Mewbie, but if you're looking like at Cowboy Bebop or 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 Knights of Sidonia stuff like that, those looked good for their time. And even yeah. now they look good. Tokyo Mew Mew having after we saw that the reboot was coming out, we looked back um at the original like um my anime list webpage and it does not look great. It's Yeah, it's it <laughs> I mean again like for the time, I'm sure it was fantastic. I personally didn't watch it when it first came out. I um watched a bit of the original this year only. So, you know, I, I don't know. I've always, like I said, I've always just been very picky with my animation, mm-hmm. um, which is really unfortunate because I know that there are shows with older styles of animation that are really good. Um, one of those being um, Neon Genesis that I put mm-hmm. off watching for so long because you, I you, you just did not that. like the animation. You, you don't need to watch that. Well, I'm like halfway through <laughs> it right now and I am enjoying it so far. Um, I have a few cause plans from Neon Genesis as well. Uh, we'll have to see when they get introduced, but, um, you know, and I, you know, that the last movie just came out and I think that's why it kind of got a resurgence as well. Um, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, newer additions to shows are not always a bad thing. You know, I know everybody always wants to live in the nostalgic past, but, you know, Oh, the Fruits Basket reboot. What about that one? Oh, yeah. I mean, that one. Yeah, the that original one Fruits Basket hard, was only. Yeah. Yeah. The original was only, I think, like the 12 or 26 episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it like barely even touched on half of the story. And now the reboot came out and it like everybody loves it. It's got like, what, three or four seasons out now. So. Was that movie? Yeah, I, I think reboots yeah i think reboots get a lot of undeserved hate for what they've done for fandom you know thinking about it now though as as far as rebooting older shows i think that's probably i mean that's all we really can do until the things we thought were still relatively new become old um it i feel like as far as anime goes i don't it's hard for me to think of an example of where it was rebooted and then people didn't like it like, of course, it gets announced, new art style, ah, it sucks! Like, uh, the new Trigon that got uh, announced, and it's uh, and it's being uh, animated by um, goddamn Studio Orange, who did Land of the Lustrious. Ah, mwah, chef kiss. Um, but it's like, I don't think, now I'm probably wrong, I don't think it's been bad for any particular show. I don't think so. What, does the reboots in general? Reboots in general. I don't think any... I can't... It's hard for me to think of a reboot that didn't do well, that was specifically anime. Not like your live-action bullshit, whatever. Mm, Right, right. Like a genuine, like, we're starting the story over from scratch with new animation techniques and all that. 
I don't think. I mean, off the top of my head, I don't really have anything to contribute. Yeah, that would actually be considered a negative in terms of its reboot. Uh, I feel like there, I feel like there is one, but I mean, nothing, not that I could, you know, again, think of off the top of my head, because the ones I can think of are like, uh, I mean, so like the Sailor Moon reboot, uh, right. I heard that one went over well, if you had the Blu-ray. Oh yeah. (laughs) The other version was not, was not good. The the TV version was a little rough. So, you you know, they, they, they utilized their, their Blu-ray time to like, you know, (laughs) clean it up a little bit. Um, do you, uh, do you consider Hunter Hunter that reboot to be considered a reboot? Was that a re? I yeah, uh, I think it would be considered because the original came out in, like ninety nine, and then the one that pretty much everyone watches now was two thousand eleven. So yeah, so it's a good fair. at least ten years of like you know dif- difference between the two. Speaking of, congrats mm-hmm. to Hunter Hunter for. Finally re- being released from hiatus, even though their mangaka is still a crippled mess. It right. needs to chill the fuck out for a little bit longer. Right, exactly. I know. No. They're, um, they're just dropping like flies out here. Just uh, It's Japan's work ethic there. Like, as brilliant as they are, it's just like, dude, you're literally killing yourself to put out this product. Thank you, but stop. <laughs> I know, and it's so crazy to because he already did like all of Yu Yu Hakusho, and then and that was, was super successful in its time as well, and then went on and like banged out another one that was also great, which is Hunter. You know that's just crazy to me to have it's two the same like one. He, he did Yu. Yeah. What? Yeah, what? and then he's married to the woman who did Sailor Moon. Yeah. What? But you didn't know that. And, what? And he, yeah. He and he gave. He gave her permission to finish Hunter Hunter after he passes. That's awesome. At the power couple That's there. Awesome. Yeah. Right? Damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Man's got a plan, but it'd still be sad to see him go, you know? <laughs> oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Like, I just saw, like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw pictures on general floating around on Facebook, but, like, someone actually put together, like, a shrine for the Yu-Gi-Oh! creator at Anime Magic. Yeah. Just to, like, you know, in remembrance mm-hmm. for him. So, mm. like, and you know, and recently we, you know, we recently uh, lost the uh, the mangaka to Berserk and everything too. True, so, but uh, I think mm. what what one of his friends is continuing continuing it, right? Yeah, the uh, some she's a best friend, so yeah, yeah. It is it is unfortunate that you know they they effectively work themselves out. Um, but. Uh, I mean, again, it's it's kind of those situations where it's like, oh, like what if, like what if uh, Berserk got rebooted, like like a legit I mean, reboot, not that it, see that it not what did, it was it before. Did get rebooted. Uh, ah, we don't pay attention to that one. We don't we don't talk about 2016. Is that no? It? We don't talk about 2016. Okay, so okay, so uh, we're talking about reboots, right? Apparently, they're rebooting the movies into like like well, I guess re- I I guess I hardly call it a reboot. I think they're remastering the movies. Uh, okay. The golden, the golden age arc. So that was announced some time ago. That that's gonna be in the works. Um. So, but yeah, technically Berserk got rebooted. I mean, okay. har- I mean, hardly Here's a reboot. Hardly a reboot. Oh yeah, there you go. Hardly a reboot, but it's also the continuation because that's not only a reboot. It's more like a because they continued off. They actually like well, that- like they actually like what continue the story past the golden age arc. That was that well, that was the whole thing for twenty sixteen. No. 
Well, then that's not really a reboot. That's essentially what um um like a sequel. Then? Uh, what the? Uh, when Satan works at McDonald's. Oh, what? Oh. Uh, 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 the, um, the devil as a, works as a part timer. Devil is the part timer. Yeah, devil. Thank you. Uh, um, that that would be like calling it season two a reboot. It's not. It's just a continuation with a different art style. Eh, true. And in this case, it's more of a different animation style with Chris Rick's 2016. Mm -hmm. um, How about Brotherhood? Uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Technically, that's a reboot. That's not technically a reboot. That's a that's just right? the manga. Oh, yeah, true. But, like, my, I mean, they would... I mean, it's still different from the, from, you know, from the original. So they rebooted it with the more accurate like manga storyline instead of the instead of the you know the the made-up one that they use in the beginning i don't know it's weird calling a re the the quote-unquote reboot a reboot if it's the original story and then the original that did come out as far as the anime goes was just some random i can't say random it was still good but like Whatever it was. I mean, so we we can call that legends material. Then we can call that legends. The legends. And, and then there's canon. <laughs> and then there's a canon see, a season of uh, Full Metal, which is Brotherhood. So, you know, I I do I do like that. Uh, a lot of shows are getting rebooted. Did you? Speaking of Nixie, did you see the trailer for the uh, uh, Trigon re uh, reboot? Speaking of. Uh, no, I have not. Dude, because that was life. another one that I just never watched when it first came out, because I, I just didn't care for the animation style very much, which I I can't get over how much I need to get over that issue of mine, because I'm missing out on a lot of really good stories. But no, I just I haven't seen a trailer yet. No. I mean, I I think it depends on how much you watch. Really, at a certain point, I think it unless it's, unless the animation style is like very like you know very uwu 90s bad at a certain point it'll all kind of like <laughs> it'll all kind of blend 90s bad you, you right. know what i'm talking about right <laughs> pointy chin gigantic eyes type shit you know or whatever whatever like you know the og gundam from the 70s was you know just oblong shapes every now and then but mm -hmm. i don't know maybe this is like as as someone you know has been watching anime for a, for a while like lifetime my my mother introduced me when i was like a like a wee little baby to like Sailor Moon, and at a certain point, I think it's—I don't know—I don't think this desensitizes the word for this. But at a certain point, you know, you'll recognize some animation styles are old, but uh, maybe like a toler—you'll—I feel you'll, you'll develop like a tolerance level uh, to um, you know older styles. And then uh, if if what really will get you is pretty much the writing. Like if the writing is really good, that'll probably hook you in the most. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Like one of my absolute favorites is um, Madoka Magica, hey, and wow. I hated the animation style at first. But I was like, like, you know what? Like, okay, magical girl anime, I'll give it a shot. I was in for a surprise, um, and that definitely pulled me into my favorite genre now, which is more along the lines of like the psychological horror. Um, and now it's it's easily in one of my top three favorites, um, but also. I think all, although it does follow that kind of older animation style, it also has a very unique animation style. Mm -hmm. um, and that is what places it really high on my list. And same with, um, there's another show that came out. 
if I remember correctly, it was summer 2015. Um, and it's called From the New World. And that one also has a very strange animation style, but because it's so weird, um, that's what drew me into it. And now that, that one is one of my favorites as well. The story is so interesting and so compelling. Um, but it was the animation that drew me in. So, I mean, obviously that's everybody's first impression to a show is, is the artist's style. Um, so for me personally, I think, you know, the more unique the style, the more likely I am to check it out. Um, you know, think about JoJo's. Everybody knows JoJo's oh. because of the art style, you know? Right, so. right. True. Right, that's fair. Speaking of From the New World, I... Just... It's been so long since I've seen that show. God damn, that was a that was a weird one. That, that one was, was a... really, really, really weird. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed it. It was yeah, no, it was so great. crazy though. Oh my god, like it was it was just so morally like I don't know where I am right now. Like I wanna I like you do the, yeah. the main characters are doing evil shit. And I'm like I don't want to, ah. <laughs> I mean you're doing it because you have to, yeah, but at the it, same oh. time, shit. Yeah, that was, yeah, that, that one left me, I had to, you, you know, do a few laps around my house. After yeah, right. Because like... I just had to, like, let it sink in. <laughs> oh, man. I never read, I, I know what this is. I just, I've never seen that, actually. <laughs> uh, I, I, big recommendation. This one, this one, this one challenged me in ways I wasn't ready for. <laughs> oh, really? Jeez. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's really really good but you have to be like if you're gonna watch it you have to like devote the time to watching it like you mm. can't be doing something else you know it's, there's, there's so much to pay attention to the it's the it's probably one of the most morally gray shows i've ever seen is it, very, is it like very dialogue heavy or is it just very just in terms of just storytelling both uh, it, yeah it's both. a decent amount of dialogue because of the I would stuff say going both. on yeah hmm. yeah no for sure for sure you ne you never you never thought you'd be sympathizing with uh whatever squealer was but <laughs> like a, a rat rat pig man a mouse i don't even know yeah <laughs> yeah i'm seeing like screenshots here i'm like okay we got mythical, mythical creatures seems like we're like in a pseudo feudal japan but at the same time it's they're in it seems like there's magic involved i guess or some some weird shit something like it yeah, I can give like a brief synopsis that doesn't give spoilers. Um, so it follows a group of kids that live in um, in the future. It's like, like thousands of years in the future um, where most people do have some kind of like, I don't, I guess you could call it like psionic or psychic mm. depends on your definition of the word um, mm. abilities. And so they go to school and they learn about it and um the the big, biggest point in this series is that humans cannot kill other humans like if they try to um their body shuts down and they die oh wow okay. because the reason that um yes because the reason it seems so futile is because uh there was some kind of like really massive world war that happened that wiped out like a ton of the population. Um, so now I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but yeah. So now humans, if they try to kill another human, their, their whole 
body shuts down so that they don't have another catastrophe like that again. Mm. I'll add it to the list then. So yeah, I mean that's but that's like the main point plot, but then there's just so much other shit gets thrown on top yeah. of it. It's like, oh my goodness. There's there's a lot of other subplots that like definitely make you think and make you question everything yeah. um but yeah that's like what i said was all stuff that gets introduced in like, like the first 10 minutes of the first episode so mm. it just kind of sets sets the theme for for the rest of the series i'll definitely add it to the list then this definitely reminds me of like that 2015 era of like psych i guess it's like a psychological type of uh series from what it seems oh, like. very oh very very <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah Oof. see and i don't know if you guys um like did like consistently watch anime as it came out in like the 2010s so i don't know if you remember but 2015 like 2014 2015 was like a very big turning point for animation um that's when like this newer style of animation started coming out think like um free or like beyond the boundary oh um, no stuff yeah. like that yeah, yeah. Well. i think uh, you know? i think and, like this yeah. whole swap of animation style to like this newer like cleaner more fluid style happened and so um no, yeah no, I... so people were like like being very experimental with their styles at that point yeah i definitely remember what i know i know i know what you're talking about because like after that it was like well, before that, it was like the golden age of like anime, which is like what from like two thousand what four to two thousand and ten ish, and then after after two thousand ten, mm-hmm. that's when you st- we start getting some like you know new IPs. We we get, we start getting a bunch of new IPs and then new animation styles. Like, um, okay. it's it's, a, cause it's funny how you mentioned both free and beyond the boundary because that's both like what that's both uh, Kyoani. Um, yeah, and that was like, that was like their 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 debut their debut like season of like you know not just like the Maui style but like just polishing up what you know mm-hmm. that that current style and just you know throwing everything in their budget just to make it you know uh you know look that Kyoani. I mean, hell, free free wasn't even originally supposed to be an anime. They just made that one animation just to show off their water animations. Um, only to only to find out that people actually wanted to see like a swimming a swimming anime. Um, yes the era of sports anime because <laughs> there was what free haikyuu there was um oh yeah uh, the basketball debut, one yeah. corona basket uh, or something else yeah I think, or, yeah basket uh, Kur- yeah, yeah. that, that corona basket i think came out around that time was that, that yeah. was 2015 series really oh i think that one came out a, a little bit earlier but same era though definitely right. um what else oh uh yuri on ice Oh, around right, that time right, right. too. That was yeah. That yeah. Twenty seventeen. That, that was blew, truly uh, this is the era of sports. <laughs> mm, mm. I mean, honestly, I, I loved your nice because that was. I think that was like one of the first bits of like performing arts uh, sports that they started like animating. You're right. Um, it was. I think. Um, I think. I don't think there was one like it beforehand. I mean, yeah, there were plenty of sports anime, but I don't think outside of idol stuff, there was no. There was no. I don't. I mean, I, I might be talking about it my ass, but I'm pretty sure it was the first that did anything other than a mainline sport or non-singing stuff. Mm-hmm. That was also like a performing art as well, uh, in terms of its sports, in terms of its in terms of its style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to see, was there any others like that? I mean, fun fact, uh, Nixie, the that whole um, I know. the whole. No, there was... oh. 
What's up? Sorry, you go. Oh no, no, you're good. Uh, so like, fun fact, Nixie, since you're since you're really into like the animation stuff in general, um, the whole the the opening of uh, Yuri Nice was actually key animated by one person on the team. Uh, really? Yeah. So that's interesting. That's something. Saying yeah. Just to like you know marvel at because you know I, I mean a lot of the animators already you know work work to the bone but the fact that one person was able just to animate that entire opening by themselves, it's yeah that's a testament. Same. Oh my gosh. And uh, I don't I, I don't know if you ever got to see if, if you ever got to watch uh, Violet Evergarden. Oh, I am part way through watching oh, okay. Violet Evergarden. Yes. So. Uh, yeah, I do you, really like that style too. As you can mm. see, it's it's probably one of the like one of the most beautiful things that beautiful animations that's come out in a while, mm. um, especially especially coming from KyoAni. Um, fun fact about this series specifically is that Violet Evergarden was actually uh, like put together with KyoAni's smallest team ever. Um, wow! So given the, oh. the amount of the result. You would, you would expect a bigger team to be involved. No, this was Kony's smallest team that they put together just to work on Violet Evergarden. That's insane. Because it really is it's beautiful. That one. What else? Oh, um, Death Parade also has really, uh, really pretty animation. Yeah, that one is also a really good one. And one of my favorites. Um, see, my personal favorite studio is is trigger oh, yeah. i know uh, there you oh, go you, you just so you... kill a kill darling in the franks you know <laughs> yeah 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 have a kindred um, brother here there we go yeah there we go <laughs> yeah um definitely my my favorite studio by far um i like bones as well because they did mm-hmm. like noragami is oh oh, yeah. oh god i love noragami i still um, haven't watched that i still have not watched that I really want to. I just never, oh, it's so never good. get around to it. There's like two seasons of that too, isn't there? It's or... so, mm-hmm. so good. Yep, there's two seasons. There was like four years in between the seasons. And now oh, that studio is very busy with My Hero Academia. So I oh. don't think we'll get a season three anytime soon, if at all. Um, which sucks because uh, the manga, uh, I'm not sure if it's still ongoing. But it was still ongoing at the time of the end of season two so like there's definitely enough content to do a third season um i just just unfortunately can't see that happening mm. all right so what's what are your opinions on on 3d and on uh, uh cg cg animation then from more you experience. Know, i haven't seen a lot of it yeah um i saw like uh when love live first came out mm. um, uh. i think that was like kind of towards the beginning of like uh animators experimenting with using like the cgi True, uh, yeah. in their shows i'm trying to think of like newer ones that use it do you can you just think just to let you know noragami's still going as far as the manga goes oh is it i mm-hmm. yeah i was i wasn't sure if it had ended by the time i uh stopped paying attention to the manga that sounds terrible i just i didn't have time to finish it yet um but yeah, yeah, so there's definitely enough content for a season three at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but as yeah, far as totally. CG goes, I mean, one of, one of the newer ones, uh, I mean, yeah, one of the newer ones would be like, what, from Studio 
orange would be like uh, Land of Lushius. That's well, I mean, that's a little bit older. Like that's 2013, isn't it? Land of Lushius, Jaron? Yeah. I, I, no, it wasn't 2013. That was, uh. I thought it was relatively, like, older. Oh, no, shit, you're right. That was 2012. Oh, 2012, yeah. Wait, uh, no, that's a manga. That's a manga. Oh. Hold on. Let me shut up. Uh. <laughs> um, I mean, there's also, there's also like the Nef- that Netflix anime, Knights uh, of Sidonia. Sed- that one was yes. heavily CG. Um, 2017. Oh, 2017, really? Wow. Okay. So, Land of the anime come out. So, Land of the Illustrious is 2017, then. Knights of Sidonia was out for a bit. That has like multiple seasons, but that was known for its. Um, like CG animation style, uh, what's the one I'm thinking? So, for example, like a oh. B Stars. That one's a, I guess, a little bit more. Oh popular. yeah, yeah, that one's also Or even I think Attack on Titan even had um, CG as well in the earlier seasons. Like what season three, um, I think, or two? I, no, it'd, it'd be the reverse. They, I think they used more CG in the more recent seasons than uh, previously. It was, I thought so. Well, Attack on Titan. Yeah, because uh, I think what after it's hard to say see what season it is because there there's seven thousand of them. I thought they, uh, I thought they uh, switched studios. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. After they switched studios, yeah, yeah, yeah. They did, but it's like season four, the final season, and now there's three seasons of season four. four. The part, right, the, the exactly, last, yeah. the last season. No, was it the final season part one? Uh, yeah. Part three. <laughs> so I mean, that one's supposed to be what next year. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, it looks like it looks like they did use the CGI in the early seasons as well. Hmm. Um, for like the ODM part, like when they would like bring you into combat. Oh, oh, it's probably the CG environments then. That's probably what it is. Yeah. Because I I guess I remember mostly just the 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 hand animated uh, uh, soldiers. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, they, but when it comes to background, CG is, I feel like CG is pretty, like, forgiving when it comes to, like, background stuff in general. I mean, hell, Ephotable does it all the time. They pretty much mastered their CG mm. background uh, style with all of their, like, Fates, Fate series or anything non-Fate series. Oh, hell, uh, Demon Slayer, for example. So, oh, yeah, that's true. They, yeah. They mastered yeah. that blending technique of, like, CG backgrounds and utilizing their hand-drawn uh characters and assets so so i'd say uh kill annie does it fairly well too because you you honestly wouldn't even notice that some of their what looks like 2d animation is actually 3d true i don't like for backgrounds or just in general like normal assets in general really like uh way back when they did um uh nichi joyu um there was a decent amount of that that was 3d versus uh uh 2d really yeah they i mean they've been working with it for a while that's true I mean, even I didn't. Even, I didn't even know the 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 typewriters in Violet Evergarden were actually CG as well. So that was, you would never really? know. You would never know. Yeah, that was the that's the only CG asset they ever used. The typewriters, they're actually Wait, not her not her hands. No, her hands are animated. Her the typewriter was was CG. All the typewriters are CGI. Yeah, her hands or her mechanical arms were actually animated normally. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Right? You'd never be able to tell. You'd never <laughs> be able to tell. Exactly. I didn't even. I didn't even know they even used any CG elements at all until I was like, you know, reading interviews and such. Well, yeah, we didn't have time to draw in like the side biters, so that was CGI'd. I'm like, but you drew like mechanical arms. 
that had like all the bits, the gears, the fingers, and everything too to like you know type everything, have her type everything out. Like, I mean, that's a flex. To be honest, that's that's gotta be a flex at that point. Uh, we didn't have time for typewriters. We got everything else. So I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, I see. You can you can put that thing away. You're gonna if you turn, you're gonna hit somebody with it. Like, <laughs> I see. Sure. The typewriters, I gotcha. That's the only thing. <laughs> we did so well on everything else. We just couldn't get this one last little, uh, you know. But you know, you can't tell anyway. So fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, CG, uh, CG though. I mean, I don't know if you ever watched. Yeah, did you watch B Stars at all, Nixie, or just saw any clips at all about it? Uh, of which? Uh, B Stars. I'm sorry. Not good. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I started watching B Stars. It was not my thing personally. Um, and see, now that you mention it, I wonder if it is because of the animation. I don't know. I just, I personally just didn't find the story as compelling as other people did. Um, but I'm, now that you say that, I'm certain the animation probably subconsciously played a part into that. Mm. Um, I mean, it's definitely a new style. Because again, it's just not right yeah yeah it's a newer style um i don't want to say it's awkward because it's not that's not the word i'm looking for but you know when you think of an anime i guess that's just not what i expect when i go in and turn it on and see you know that type of animation that's just not what i envision in my head when someone's like oh yeah watch this new anime maybe the words you're looking for is uh, uncanny uh, it is a bit, bit uncanny, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, just like the the absolute personification of animals that stand upright like humans but have, like, virtually no other human features. Uh, I mean, that was have... a bit off-putting to me as well. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, they also have surprisingly very human hands as well. And, like, appendages. That's true. Things. They hands yeah yeah i don't know they got them look at what she's got them I mean, big yaoi hands again, Ron, that's what it is the big yaoi hands yeah <laughs> oh my god that's oh you guys are showing your age with that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man i mean but no i mean he's right it's like it's just i mean you know I, I kind of had the same issue where it's like when it first released, the only reason, the only reason I watched it, because normally I don't usually go for the, 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 the furry um, bait, or... the furry bait. Yeah, exactly. Um, but because it was animated by the same people that did Land of, Land of the Lustrious, absolutely fell in love with their CG animation. Um, I watched it and I was like, wow, this is, you know, pushing past the animal stuff. I thought it was. I think when we we talked about it on the podcast a very long time ago when it, while it was airing, it genuinely feels like an actual like K drama. Like it's so, yeah, it, it's over the top in the weirdest ways. Yeah, it's definitely definitely super dramatic, um, which I guess is to be expected when you know the main characters and the the main divide from. Um, season one is like ah predator versus prey but like mm. yeah it was very 
very over the top. I can agree with that. I mean, honestly, though, if you if you think about it, if it wasn't for the animal aspect, you, do you think it would have done as well if it was just a normal, like, drama with, like, human students and whatnot? Because that's, like that's, like, the only difference. Literally just the animal, the animal aspect of it. Yeah, I mean, see, I think it oh, did as well as it did because it was so different. Like, because stuff like this, like... How many how many series can you think of that like revolve around animals? Anime series to be specific that uh, revolve around animals. There are like, a few old capacity. ones, but to your point, not many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it um I think it pulled a lot of people in because it was very very different. It was something that hasn't really been done before to my knowledge um and kind of like broadened the community a little bit mm. like you said you called it furry bait you know i'm sure it definitely attracted the attention of furries who maybe were otherwise not interested in anime um and caused them to you know further explore um and expand their horizons after watching b stars but b stars is what initially drew them in mm. Which, I mean, you know, uh, my eternal crusade against them, I still have to appreciate the new fans of my, some of my favorite shows. As much as I, as, again, as much as it, I grimaced at the whole animal idea, it's just like, I can't, I'm, I'm a little bitch when it comes to, like, dramatic stories and like, oh, you know, she cheated on him or she, you know, like, they, you know, had a bad whatever. And I'd like, I call it, they're spooky to me. Like, it, 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 it freaks me out. I'm like, ah, this is, this is too much. I mean, <laughs> too hey, much. hey, man, school days changes a person after you Right, yeah, that. exactly. School days changes a man. <laughs> but that, I feel like Beastars, because it was, you were kind of unattached because of the whole animal theme. I think it as intense as it was, it still, it worked at least for me to like, not bitch out. But again, it's because it's, it's also very over the top in a lot of other ways, especially season two. It just, I don't ever know what happened. Oh, in season two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we're not going to get into spoiler territory for you, for, uh, for your sake, but it, the 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 I wouldn't call it dramatic, but like the amount of like uh, resolution that happens at once at the same time, in at like different moments, it hits you unexpectedly, and you still don't know how to process it after like after everything's been done. So if you can, I mean, yeah, if you if you're gonna continue to watch up until after up until season two, like I I feel like season two definitely does bring it home in terms of like resolutions and how the story kind of. I guess solves itself if you want to consider it the way the way they the way they did about it. Um, I mean, I remember I remember you were reacting to it, Jaron, like way back when when you were reacting to it. It, it was just un unprocessable. I mean, <laughs> I was just in awe. Like I don't like to this day. I could rewatch it and be like, I don't know why how we got here. I don't know why we're so casual about all these very like like mind shattering things or we're over dramatic about the smallest thing. It's just like the, the, the pacing is not the pacing. What's the, 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 the I think pacing, field, is, uh, I think pacing is what you're looking for. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, but anyway, it's, it's weird. I, I, I certainly understand why that, that show 
can I mean one the animal thing and two the way the story's presented and why it could turn people away. Um I personally do think though, as much I still did enjoy the hell out of it. I still personally had issue now. I mean say what you will during the what was it what, what year was that 20 the 2020 anime awards on crunchyroll uh was it 2020 or 2020 i mean for what for what category for uh best drama oh drama well one one yeah yeah i, I was upset that b stars lost out to fruits basket now this is before i knew a lot about fruits baskets but i was i was thoroughly upset to say the least um, have you seen? Have you uh, watched the new season of Fruits Basket? Can you give us any 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 uh, insight as to why it might be? Um, that considered why it might have won. You know, I actually have not seen the reboot yet, um, mm-hmm. but I did read the manga. Fruits Basket was actually one of my very first anime back in. Oh, geez, how old was I? Probably like two thousand ten ish Mm. um so that was i think it was actually like my second or my third um what actually uh happens in the original is like nowhere near as serious as what actually happens in the manga Mm. um so i was actually really excited for the reboot i just need to be able to find the time to actually sit down and watch it all Mm. um because it definitely does get really heavy um there are some very heavy topics that it touches on um, that, again, like didn't show up at all in the original. And so you can imagine, you know, me being like 11 years old, reading some incredibly heavy things and expecting mm. it to be as happy and uplifting as the original series was <laughs> and being very, very surprised. <laughs> um, uh, so I from what I read, you know. 15 years ago um i i can definitely see why it would at the very least be nominated for mm. best drama most certainly um i didn't know it won though you know good yeah. for them good for them <laughs> i mean yeah i mean uh, again having hearing how heavy it originally was i guess i guess i can see you know the it, Fruits Basket's on its own, even before, I'm assuming people that didn't read the manga still loved it. Mm-hmm. And to see it rebooted with its actual story, I guess, or its mm-hmm. context, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, I guess I could see why it would probably get more votes than Beastars. I'm still upset, though. Understandable. You <laughs> are allowed to feel that way. <laughs> I mean, technically, majority of the votes were still judge heavy than public votes were technically. So, uh, like, I know what is it? The public votes I think only accounted for a twenty five percent weight, while the rest of it was very judge heavy. Apparently, as far as I remember, from what yeah, I, Theo told me at least, or told us. I, I, I think that's so unfair. Like, if you're trying to judge a series or like anything, you know by like how well it's doing within a community why are you giving more weight to a super small group of people rather than like the people why not let the people speak 
I mean, on how they feel, you know. Right. No. Yeah. I get. I get what you're trying to say. I mean, to, to country rules defense, right? Uh, I I feel like they're they're trying to like not repeat what happened on the first on the the very first Crunchyroll Anime Awards back in 2017, um, where majority of that majority of that was was a public vote system, uh, and I mean I don't know if you consider it a problem or anything, but the fact that every like maybe like 70 percent of all the nominations were all Yuri on Ice, and Yuri on Ice also won a lot of those nominations just based off of the public vote, um. And I mean, there's there's some like I wouldn't say controversy around it, but like there's a lot of advertising of of uh, Yuri and Ice at the, t- at the time as well. So there's a lot of people like just exposed to it more. So I don't know if uh, a lot of those votes were um, I guess considered considered fair in that in the content in in that sense. If it's if if more people were if more people were exposed to just Yuri and Ice specifically at that time cons- uh, versus like any other series uh, in that past year, for example. Um, makes sense though yeah i mean john and i have have thoughts i don't know if you if you listen to the other to our uh anime awards episodes but we definitely have thoughts about how their system is now it's i feel like it's still pretty flawed in terms of how they go about things i mean Um, i definitely because one of the main issues with their whole judging panel right like i'm fine as much as i yeah i agree with you i think it should be more of a uh a public vote with some i don't know caveats or whatever I get the whole judgment panel because the idea is like to get anime quote unquote professionals to make, uh, I guess, proper judgments. But because it's so goddamn suggestive and it's not suggestive, subjective, sorry, um, uh, such a subjective topic. Unless you have true experts like, you know, with like the Emmys or shit like that, they have like actual people that are like i've studied film for 37 years oh uh, like know, the academy like having the academy yeah. and all that uh, stuff like the academy awards and stuff like that unless you have a system like that where the they're the judges there like can make what's the word uh, uh educated guesses prof- or not educated guesses but uh, uh, professional critiques or uh judgment you know what i mean Unless you have professionals doing that, it's just kind of like, it's just kind of, we know you have some, they, they grab people like, we know you have something to do with anime, so you make this vote. I don't know, I haven't seen maybe, you grab a random dude and say, like, I haven't seen the majority of these shows, I'm just going to vote on what I know. And I'm just like, well, that's not, that's, I feel like that's out of the spirit. And I feel like that's what a lot of the, the what happens with the judges, that they don't see every show that's on the list, which is a shame. Because the majority of them were super good, but like, like a lot, like a lot of them were nor- like kind of in that normie range of uh, knowledge. Yeah, right. When it comes to anime, mm-hmm. I guess. Because mm-hmm. I don't think there's that many like seasonal viewers like out there. People that are like I'm like on the seat of their pants, just like I, what happens next? I gotta wait a goddamn week. They're fucking like <laughs> you know frothing at the mouth like I am. Um... I don't think there's that many people. I mean, so we only have one on the. We've had one on the show, and I feel like he's like the only one that really qualifies, really. Yeah, right. Uh, so it's just kind of like I don't know. It, it it it's a hard position they put themselves in, I think. But I don't know what the what the solution exactly would be, other than just like go find the biggest weebs you can, 
and you know you know you know what a solution is uh talk to us i yeah i'm just i'm throwing yeah. our name out there i feel like we're about as impartial as, as we can get you know even in a professional setting you know uh I, at the very at the very least, there's I I think we I'm making a case for us for Crunchyroll right now. Hey Crunchyroll, I if you're listening, I hope someone from Crunchyroll is listening. We've been asking for two years two years now. We think that we can be a positive asset to your judging panels uh, for this for 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 any Crunchyroll Anime Awards. So sorry for exposing you to this shameless shill. <laughs> <laughs> is it though? Much as I am rooting for you guys. Like I hope, I hope you will make it to be judges for the Crunchyroll Awards one day. I think the, the best course of action is to do. Um, did you guys ever watch American Idol? Like, yes. Oh yeah. Way back in the day, where you would text in your votes and. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Like. And that's huh. how they would decide the winner. Oh, I, I think we should go back to that. <laughs> Yo. I mean that honestly, just to make it that exciting like that, that'd be awesome. I mean, honestly, <laughs> we we can we can we can do that away. We can uh, expand on our own because we did an enemy awards this last year. So maybe we can like expand on that, right? I mean, true. Maybe they, maybe then they, can, then they can steal our idea and then we can sue. Yeah, that'd be great. Hey, I got a lawyer. I've got a lawyer. Uh, well, I've got a guy becoming yeah. a lawyer. So <laughs> we can we can charge him on what uh, uh, plagiarism? <laughs> is that what it is? No, what is it? I I, I don't know. I know there's a thing where if you steal an IP, that's a thing, right? That's a crime if you steal. I mean, yeah, it's copyright, it's copyright infringement. Is it copyright? Yeah. Uh, okay. Or th- yeah. theft. Intellectual, intellectual property. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That, that that one. Yeah. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I got Joey. He's our. He's gonna be a lawyer in like nine months or so. If he as long as he passes the bar. Maybe. There you go. I mean, it's only, it's only the it's only the suit. So. look to him. <laughs> you hear that, Joey? We're looking out for you, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, well, we we're, we're I mean, we've already been saying we country awards at this. Uh, there are anime awards as well. We keep up to date just to judge them heavily. Is every year that they don't ask us uh, to be on it. So we've kind of made our own pseudo anime awards uh, starting this past year. So. Trust me, we're sure shit talking them is gonna work. <laughs> They'll give in eventually. They'll give it eventually. Uh, <laughs> like we're we're like we're I'm so I'm so I'm still trying to shit talk the, the senator of South Australia. So, you know, <laughs> that's a whole that's a whole thing. We're trying to we're trying to get under the skin of a of a of a senator down there. But you know, mainly because he hates anime. Anime. I think that's... he's he's banned all Japanese products from uh, coming in Australia. Mostly, because of that. Yeah, manga and anime. Uh, I don't know if you ever heard about that controversy uh, within the South Australian Parliament, specifically. No. So, I mean, basically, the 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 senator of the South Australian government kind of banned like anything like from Japan, whether it's like anime, manga, any type of like similar product stuff, based off of the exposure, based off being exposed to. Uh, no game, no life. Sao, Goblin Slayer, and Orimo. So he kind of judged the entirety of like Japan's like a- anime manga industry based off of those specific uh, IPs oh. with the sm- oh, you know. Oh no! And yeah, that's the same thing I said. I was like, that's that's not a great. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good um selection pool. 
Like, there's not even any classics in that pool, too. Like, not one shot. I mean, because, I mean, I feel like... I don't know, if def- you're... Go on. I'm sorry. If, if you're basing, like, whether or not you're allowing something into the country off of Goblin Slayer, I don't know. I, I think maybe there could be better choices being made. Like, that, that is not the end-all be-all. Oh, you're you're absolutely right. That's that is not the route you want to go with as far as no, definitely not. Fucking do you do you know old we were talking about old style fucking uh fruits baskets. Look at that and then judge it. Like granted, yeah. To be fair, to be in, fair. in 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 to be in the senator's defense. If he had to judge anything, getting a full breadth of everything would be the best way. And being an you know having been around the anime block as we have i'm pretty sure a lot of countries or at least people with older mentalities would be like nah this shit ain't gonna fly yeah <laughs> and that's just regular stuff imagine they ever like touched hentai like oh my god what's that I mean? <laughs> right like that they might actually like just panic at that moment declare war in japan immediately <laughs> so like this and, and You'd like you'd have to like give them the vanilla stuff just to be safe, but even then, that's like questionable as as uh, imported material. Well, because there was a story saying that they saw uh, some. I don't know what part of Dragon Ball Z they saw, but they saw Dragon Ball Z and was like, "This is this is this is terrible. We can't have our kids watching this." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Where? <laughs> Point it out for me. I don't know what the where Dragon Ball Z really. That's the one." that you're gonna be like nah can't do it i don't know it's weird people that don't watch watch anime are weird coming from a weeb i think that's but, our um, that's our humble opinion right there <laughs> humble <laughs> you want to call that humble that's the best <laughs> word i can i can i come out with at the moment fair um but no, yeah, there, there's, uh, sadly, there's a lot of, uh, having to stay, kind of, attempt to stay up to date with um, all the anime news out there. We hear stories like that all the time, where it's, um, where it's either Australia or, or um, what is it, I think, um... Well, Germany one? Germany was one. Uh, oh, there was, wasn't there, there was something with cosplay, uh, it was, it was a while ago, but, um... Was there? I think it was from Japan where they were saying like they were gonna start charging cosplayers to oh yeah their own characters because it was like a breach of uh, um, it's like almost like copyright right almost yeah. it's like a yeah. copyright infringement yeah. yeah I think I did hear about that yeah like, like you would need a license I guess to cosplay as a as a character right mm. in that sense or just be given like permission to be able to cosplay mm. uh, I mean I guess. I, I guess it's you know to also you know protect I guess protect the image of the characters and stuff and the what is it the uh, reputation of the series itself you know as like a way to like self preserve itself I feel like that's what I feel like that's what that's what the argument is at least in that case yeah but like I feel like as again to most cosplayers credit to all cosplayers credit. It's less about, I mean, it is about, you know, personifying the character, but it's like, I mean, I feel like you'd agree. It's like, even though, even though it is, it's still 
transformative in nature because it is you cosplaying it, you know? Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people don't uh, take into consideration, especially um, with, like, the newer generation of cosplayers, um, and especially, like, children. I'd say, like, probably, like, under the age of 16. You know, they see someone on social media dressing up as that character, and suddenly, like, they are that character. There is not a person behind that costume. It's just mm. the character. Um which you know which really sucks when cosplayers are being critiqued um over things especially things they don't have control over like oh you know like so-and-so doesn't look like that so-and-so doesn't have x on their costume you know like well it's a good thing i'm not actually the character and i'm myself you know behind this costume absolutely um, right, right 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 i mean yeah like the whole argument of like accuracy like I mean, I, I, I don't consider it an argument at all just because I feel like, you know, cosplay itself should be, it's like, it's like a, it's a fun hobby. It's a fun activity you can partake in, you know? Exactly. Right. It's for fun. It's meant to be fun. Mm. There is no right or wrong way to be doing it. So. No, yeah, you're absolutely right. I just, I mean, I guess it does get a little gray in the terms of like cosplaying um, characters of different races. It's, oh, that one, yeah. I'm still, I, you know, when when you know a white person would cosplay a black person, you know, as a black person myself, I don't personally, I don't think I, I don't care. But it's like, I I can see why other people would be upset in my community. But it's like, you know, it's like. I don't, I don't know. It's that's a hard one to say one way or the other, which is what's the right thing to do there. I mean, I feel like if, as long as there was an intention of respect with the cosplay, I mean, you're right. It's like a like, basis and just to like consider maybe. I don't know that one's that that one that one's just so great to me. I I just don't know which way I exactly swing on it. But in, right. yeah. it does get a little tricky. Because you have to make sure you're not appropriating a culture that does not belong to you. Right. Um, so I definitely can understand the the gray area on that on that feeling. But uh, in general, yeah, it's 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 all of it's for fun, in good fun. It's not meant to be. It shouldn't be policed by anyone. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand. If, like you know, if you yeah. have like uh, what is it like competition style? You know, if you're if you're trying to be a con in a competition, yeah. and all that though, right? And quality think, matters, but I mean, not just quality, but I feel like the quality of your uh, creativity instead of I feel like it should be based on the creativity instead of the accuracy part of things. You know, like I agree, just being able to utilize what tools you have to like you know put together certain parts of the cosplay. I feel like that matters because th that also like. Uh, should imply with like your crafting ability you know if you ha mm. if you make your own cosplay it, it should showcase like your crafting ability and how you I guess are imaginative when it comes to like uh, making cosplay that should like be a part of that uh, judging aspect for competitions and whatnot otherwise like you know if if you're if you're if you're having if you're having fun with you know your your cosplay i think that's and, and everyone's having you know an equal amount of enjoyable time i feel like that's what matters in the end of the day or you know, yeah I mean, absolutely agreed and again i'll go back to as our, long as you're having fun and you're not causing harm 
Exactly. Sorry. Exactly. I mean, I'll go back to our shrimp example, Jerron. We, we, you and I were literally just in onesie shrimp costumes, but we were having the time of our lives, just you know, walking around. People were were just like happy to see you know a couple of dudes with just being shrimp, you know. Until. Until. Until a certain moment that involved. Uh. What? the furry community but oh. i mean you know we can't lump everyone together it was just that was just a very awkward situation that i did not know how to navigate i mean you know to be fair yeah it's that was my first time actually interacting with uh that community and i still want to defend i still want to defend all life here Jaros. but i see your point i i definitely see your point to a degree um but I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't always want to stay negative on them. And like, I, I've seen some stuff recently where it's like, yeah, you know, they're they're just an inclusive group. And I was like, that's appreciative. Everyone should feel included. Right. Um, but we are coming up here on time for a little bit. Uh, I just want to end off here uh, with a question, Nixie. Uh, as far as for the new cosplayers out there, uh, whether they're just starting out or just you know trying to get into it, what, what's your advice for? up-and-coming people that are trying to cosplay just make sure you're having fun make sure you're doing it for yourself um you know make sure you're not doing it because you want to get likes on social media or because you know you want you want to get famous from it like it's a hobby it's supposed to be fun and the second it starts being for a different reason other than having fun is the second that it starts to make you miserable so yeah no i can agree with that you know i, I feel like there's i don't want to say there's a lot because i mean i don't know the cosplay community as well as i'd like to but like there there's a lot of old hands in the community that you know well known you're like um uh one of the main ones that i can think of is jessica nigiri and she does her she still does make videos about making the, her cosplays and stuff like that and she i think she's one of the prime examples of like i mean i would hope that she's not miserable doing it but i mean she is making money off of it but at the same time she always seems like she's having a great time yeah you just have to make sure that you're still having fun with it because you know i mean it's it's not it can be a very expensive hobby it's a very, very time-consuming hobby um so if you're not having fun with it anymore you're just you know throwing money away uh doing something yeah. that makes you miserable you know because you know you you think this next costume is, is going to get you you know a hundred extra likes on instagram you know mm -hmm. like you can't be doing it for that you you have to be doing it for yourself because it's something you want to do because it makes you happy mm -hmm. Solid advice. Um, I guess one more too. Just one more to piggy piggyback off the same one too, uh, which applies for everyone here as well. So, like, uh, what's your advice on socializing as well within the con with you know within cosplaying and all that, and just being able to like uh, help with I guess for the uh, introverts out there, or just people that are you know get trying the more to socially awkward, socially yeah. awkward, trying to get to know people. Uh, what you know, what would some helpful advice be? Trying to you know. Uh, meet new people just within cosplaying or even within cons and stuff? Um, I mean, especially uh, um, with conventions, like don't be afraid to go up to someone and ask for a picture with them or of them if you're more comfortable doing that. You know, get social media handles, um, you know, in 
interact with people, interact with their comment on their posts, send them a DM, you know, I mean, it can seem scary at first because everybody's always afraid of, you know, being rejected or being ignored. Um, but you have to be able to be willing to take that chance um, in order to form meaningful relationships with people. And I think that that goes for any community, not just the cosplay community. Sure. Um, you just have to. Yeah. I mean, I know way easier said than done to just like, oh, just don't be nervous sending a message. You can totally be nervous sending a message or leaving a comment, you know, but I know from a creator's standpoint, like that means the world to me um, when I get a comment or a DM of someone saying like, oh, you know, I, like I loved your costume or, oh, I saw you at this convention and then like you looked awesome and like here's a picture I got of us, you know, stuff like that. Like it, it means a lot to anybody. So, you, you know, you have to you have to kind of bite the bullet a little, little bit sometimes, you know, mm. um, unfortunately, not everything is going to come to you. You have to sometimes take steps in the right direction. So. Solid advice. So, yeah, I so mean, just to add on to that, just just for the sake of having to say it, even though we shouldn't have to, for the love of God, please be appropriate if you are. Yeah. Yes, yes. Please. <laughs> yeah, try not to overstep any boundaries, you know, uh, be overly familiar, especially with, you know, strangers and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, common sense, right? I feel like that's that's what the idea is, right? Well, I mean, some people lack it. Yeah. It's got to be told. And that's true. That's <laughs> Unfortunately. True, so. As a reminder, please have common sense when doing so. Otherwise, you know, you know. You'll be you'll you'll be shitting bricks, but be 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 brave while doing it. You know. Yeah. So, um, but we have been going on for a minute, guys. Um, again, I will put down Nixie's uh, social uh, social info in the show notes down below. Um, we do say our you uh, you join in this, you would join us join in on us uh, when we're saying our names as well as well Nixie towards the end of the end card. So I just want to let you know. I forgot to mention that before we start recording, um, but very um, informal. It's okay. <laughs> very informal. I mean, have we been have we been like professional with any of our guests so far, Duran? Like, I feel like, uh, I feel like even if we do get like Elon or Sam Jackson here, we're gonna be as informal as as we can, even with them on the show before. But we haven't gone on for a little bit, guys. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading us. Uh, thank you again to Anchor.fm for sponsoring us. So we can provide you guys with quality content every week. Thank you, Nixie, for coming on to the show uh, this week. And I hope we get to have you back on the show sometime soon. Yeah, of course. And as always, guys, my name's Mel Scaro. My name's Jerron Gaddis. My name's Nixie. And we are the Wanna Be Boo Podcast. We bring the latest and greatest game anime news, reviews, and waifus for life. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane!